welcome welcome to our first ever episode of raw before christ this is a ministry platform that has been birthed to create an atmosphere where we can be unapologetically real with christ and with ourselves there are so many topics even in today's society that are still being avoided in a church setting. My goal as the host of Raw Before Christ is to bring these topics to light and speak the whole truth about these topics. With that being said, I am your host, Minister Carisha Watson. So let's get into our first topic which is emotions and ministry. And the question behind that is, are they separate? But before we get into the meat of the matter, I would love to start off with a word of prayer. So eternal God and everlasting Father, we thank you for this moment, God. I thank you for this platform where I am able to just speak the truth according to your Holy Spirit's guidance I just pray, God, that you will give me the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding on how to fully attack this, this title, Almighty God, this, to know how to deal with emotions. And I pray, God, that this platform will be a platform that helps and helps each, each of us to grow, God. I just pray that you will have your way, Holy Spirit. I thank you because I know that you are about to do something great. In your name, amen. Emotions and ministry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there are many of us who question whether or not emotions are important in ministry. Or if you're like me, you may be wondering if you're too much of an emotional person for ministry and struggle when it comes on to handling your emotions and ministry. In all honesty, I believe it's all about balancing. So I was in class the other day, and my professor made such a profound statement. He emphasized the fact that we're always told to find a balance, especially when it comes to ministry. But when it comes on to balance, it's not about staying in one place. It's about balancing. See, we're not perfect. And we'll either find ourselves leaning too much on one side. And that's when we bring ourselves back over some more on the other side. And when it comes to emotions and ministry... I believe there's some balancing that should take place. Some days we'll find ourselves so focused on our emotions that we have to bring ourselves to realizing that it's not all about emotions. And other times we become so hard on ourselves that we have to remind ourselves that it's okay to feel, it's okay to embrace what we're experiencing, and it's okay to express just that. See, I'm a firm believer 
in being able to express what we're feeling. It is important as it allows those around us to understand who we are, how we process things and how to handle situations. I'm afraid that I've seen too many people in ministry, especially leaders who have ignored the true emotions that come with being in ministry. And you know what that does? It creates cracks of hurt, neglect, and even abandonment within the church or ministry. And I believe it is time we stop treating emotions as though they are completely separate from ministry because they are not. Throughout scripture, we see where emotions and ministry go. It goes hand in hand. I mean, a big example is that of Jesus when he encountered Lazarus's sisters like Mary and Martha when their brother Lazarus died. Jesus never ignored their emotions, even though he was doing ministry. He knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, but he related to them. He expressed his own emotions toward the situation. And we talk about this scripture a lot and we say, oh, this is the, the, the shortest scripture. Jesus wept. But a lot of times we forget that emotions are important in ministry and it shouldn't be treated as something that is separate from ministry. I believe that is enough evidence as to why we should take the time out to grow in knowledge about dealing with our emotions rather than treating it as though it is something separate from the church or separate from ministry. Take also, for example, the prophet Jeremiah. For example, like in Jeremiah 9 verse 1, it says, Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears. I would weep day and night for the slain of my people. Jeremiah 13, 17 says, If you do not listen, I will weep in secret because of your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly, overflowing with tears, because the Lord's flock will be taken captive. Jeremiah's emotions were powerful. He knew how to relate to people emotionally as he was filled with compassion our emotions, they're important. They help us to be compassionate to those we're, we're ministering to, and it helps us to relate to them. I can personally side with Jeremiah because this is how God uses me in ministry. There have been times when those around me think or even say that I'm too emotional or sensitive when it's just the burden that God has blessed me with to be able to feel deeply what others are facing. Imagine if I viewed ministry and emotions as, you know, two things that are separate. I wouldn't be able to relate to people a lot of times and feel what they're feeling so that I can minister effectively. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is how everyone ministers, but it is an important part of ministry. 
Another thing about Jeremiah's emotions is that they were not just his, but they were a, a reflection of God's true emotions towards his people who were so unfaithful and unjust towards him. So Jeremiah was a reflection of, you know, what God was feeling. I mean, even when we look at Songs of Songs by Solomon, yo, bro expressed his love, okay, okay? Listen to this. He says, you have stolen my heart, my sister, my bride. You have stolen my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. Yo, he expressed his emotions fully. He expressed love. So we have Jesus showing his compassion and care and love towards, you know, Lazarus's sisters. And we have Jeremiah filled with so much compassion for, you know, the people of Israel. And though they were unjust and so are we, <laughs> he was feeling all these things. And we have Solomon expressing his love. And we also have David, you know, David expressed his depression, his, him being downcast. But you know what? David learned not to handle his emotions by himself. He called upon God. I believe the key to emotions and ministry is to constantly spend time in the word of God, to constantly communicate with God. And that means being completely raw about what you're feeling with God. So it is important to, for us to be aware and to be in tune with our emotions because it helps us to navigate through ministry in the sense that, you know, in certain situations, we learn to decipher whether, you know, it's our emotions speaking, the Holy Spirit prompting us to do something, or it could be the enemy trying to confuse us with something, with our emotions. So it's good for us to be completely, you know, aware of what's going on inside of us. And of course, spending time in the presence of God is what helps us, you know, to keep us in tune with the Holy Spirit. But I believe that we, that being aware of our true emotion is a very is a very vital component in ministry and life in general it can play a role in how we respond or react to certain situations especially within the church so are emotions to be viewed separately from ministry absolutely not <laughs> An emotionless church has no compassion for the people and it misses the mark in reaching people where they are. And just the same, a church full of emotion typically misses the mark on practicality and the work or leading of the Holy Spirit in some instances because they become so engrossed in what they're feeling. But you can't have one without the other, and it comes down to balancing. There's one more thing I'd like to address before ending this episode, and that is the statement of, it is what it is. <laughs> 
Sometimes that statement can blur how we perceive our emotions. And I am guilty of having an it is what it is attitude at times, especially when I don't know how someone will handle what I'm really feeling. But it's time for us to grow from that. And not only that, but culture can be a blur for us also. My culture, the Jamaican background that I'm from, we don't like confronting emotions and that leaves us bottled up. It's a keep your business to yourself type of mentality, keeping your business to yourself. And while it is true that we have to be careful with sharing certain information with people and, you know, knowing God's timing in sharing, that mentality causes so many of us to suffer in silence. No one talks through their, their feelings anymore, their emotions anymore, or so it seems. It seems no one is comfortable reaching out to anyone because we shy away or we lack the, the capacity to unravel and organize our raw emotions. And even if we're able to do so, there's something holding us back. But it is time for us to get past these obstacles and realize that our souls, people, other people's soul, you know, we're, they're too precious for us to handle things immaturely and not tackle things the way they should be tackled when things get overwhelming. So the best solution is for us to turn to scripture and glean from it, ask the Holy Spirit for guidance, accept our emotions and talk about our emotions stop treating our emotion as if they are separate and we can go a step further in even counseling doing counseling where we can learn to unravel these things i don't know about anyone else but i am ready to get raw before christ before myself and before others with my emotions.